Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Cinematic Universe, a podcast all about comic book movies and TV. Uh, I'm your host today, Reese Williamson, and joining me are... James Hen and Joe Cunningham. And it's a news episode. That's why I'm the one who's talking first. That's when we do the news, because I know all of the news that's in my brain, and this definitely isn't us going through six weeks of superhero hype and opening tabs, and we're going to read the tabs. It's not. It's all in my (laughs) mind, my memory palace. Um, so we I have. Think we, I think we got away with it. We got away with it. We haven't done an episode uh, in in kind of a while. A news one. We haven't done one in about five weeks. So there's actually there's definitely some like old boring shit to talk about here, but it's relevant to our interests. And it, it uh, the listeners, and by the listeners, listeners, I mean you, the listeners, will wish uh, for our our hottest, spiciest takes on news that was published around five and a half weeks ago. Let's. <laughs> I, I think though, no, before we before we dig in. <laughs> An elephant in the room with the news again. Um, last time there was we recorded, there was one strike. Now there's two. So uh, the writers were on strike, which held a load of things up, and now the actors are on strike, which is holding things up even more. And you know, more, all, all power to them. I hope they get what they're asking for. Um, but it's uh, you know, normally at this time of year, we'd be publishing a Comic Con episode. Well, that's fucked because no one can turn up <laughs> to promote the movies. Uh, so that didn't happen. And um, yeah, it's just, uh, I think it's going to, I think it's going to be, a, you know, an odd time, you know, figuring out like the scheduling of when we're going to be talking about stuff on this podcast, because who knows when this stuff will come out. Well, uh, yeah, we, we've definitely got um date change news uh coming up uh, but 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 guys before we do that i just thought we would and really we'll keep it brief um but because we're on the main feed here the the main feed listeners won't have gotten to hear what we think of a little program called secret invasion so joe i'm <laughs> just gonna come joe because listeners we have just recorded an hour and 15 minutes on the finale of secret invasion but joe i will let you speak for the podcast uh, and try and sum up our complex nuance and rich thoughts on the program secret invasion uh if for those who aren't patreon subscribers go ahead sure i'll uh, I'll, I'll quote myself directly from the episode um it sucks balls <laughs> <laughs> it's an absolute piece of shit the worst thing that marvel have put out um there's a kingsley benedier trying his best olivia coleman uh giving a, a typically good performance uh, but almost everything about the rest of the show is irredeemable. Yeah, really, really awful. Uh, James, anything to add to that? Uh, no, I think that that's as much as needs to be said. But please do um, subscribe to our <laughs> <laughs> because you will hear us uh, discuss six hours worth of, um, of podcast content. Um, and I think we really... In, in we, detail why it's shit. Super detailed. In fairness, I I found recording those quite cathartic because I was left with a lot of anger after watching those episodes and that helps me exercise it. 
Yeah, so if you're out there and you and you watch Secret Invasion and you all of a sudden you're waking up a bit later, you can't get out of bed, <laughs> you, you're barely eating, you're not speaking to your, you know, you've got three or four kids, you're not, you can't you find yourself not being able to speak to them. Basically, what we're saying is actually the Patreon episodes of this of this, the recap are kind of it's a kind of a cure for what you're feeling. You're feeling depression, and uh, and we can help with that. Um, uh, so please do subscribe to that. <laughs> So, uh, but on with the news. Um, so I found that basically the last episode we recorded was about was on the 12th of June. And so this is going to be a fairly chronological jump around unless we want to jump into other stuff. Uh, we, and we might. But we would. I, think, I thought we'd actually start with the first news story um, chronologically, but it also connects to a much more recent news story. And it, this all connects with what Joe was just talking about, date changes. So um, this... You know, it's again. It's a while ago now, but the and this is probably a double, a double, a writer strike thing before the before the actors went on strike because this happened before the actors went on strike. But this is from, like I said, mid June, and this is a load of a load of Marvel changes, a load of DC, a load of um, a load of MCU changes. Um, so this is the Captain America: Brave New World got bumped by three months from May to July twenty four. Um, Thunderbolts moved from July to December twenty four. Um, and then we get, then they become a bit more dramatic. So Blade bumps from September 24th to Feb 25. Uh, Deadpool has moved, moved from November to May. And again, this is five weeks ago. Things have, things have developed since then. Uh, Fantastic Four got delayed from Feb 25 to May. Um, and then the, and then I guess the big ones, which was the Kang Dynasty was bumped a year from 25 to 26 and Secret Wars bumped a year as well from 26 to 27. Now I'll just kind of uh, I'll just keep going and, and talk about the other big jumps that happened this week, um, which is that Sony uh, and Sony's connected web of of Marvel IP characters in a web of a universe of movies. That and that's the official <laughs> that's the full that's the full name. Um, so they have moved some stuff around as well. So um, Venom is um, coming July twenty four. Um, Madam Web hasn't really moved much at all. Um, but the big one, I guess, here is the is they but they bumped Craven, haven't they? That's the big one here. Sorry, I'm just so. Oh yeah, so they bumped Craven from October of this year to August of next year. So that's a that's a big jump. And and sorry, the other big one is that they've just completely removed Spider Verse from the calendar at all. Um, so we'll get to talk about the Craven trailer in a bit because that's one of the trailers that we that we'll cover in this period. But um, what do you guys think? Well, I want to. I'm more interested in the Spider Verse move, right? Because actually, there's all this chat when when the first one came out, and I think maybe we all said, or Joe, or I forget who it was, said that we, you know, it just didn't feel like the that a second movie could could come out, you know, next spring. That that was yeah. kind of crazy ambitious. And I just wonder, do you think there's any degree to which this is? It's not re. It's sort of Sony really slightly linked to the strikes, and this is just more. This just gives them good cover to to, to just move this movie, which they haven't. Maybe they haven't started making. I, I, well, think, that I, I think that's why it's undated. Case, yeah. That's why it's undated. I think they 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 were going to move back everything, and the Spider Verse is undated because they've moved it, but they don't know how fast they're going to be able to make it. The others, it sound you know, this wasn't just superhero stuff. There was yeah. there was other stuff there as well. And it sounds like Sony are basically going, we are punting on the rest of this year because if we don't have our actors around to promote these movies, it's too much of a risk to release them, which feels like a hell of a strategy after, you know, the, the kind of cinema going experience has, has been revitalized for the first time. People are suddenly excited about going to the movies again and... um 
Sony are going, yeah, let's punt till next year. And I, you know, I kind of wouldn't be surprised to see the rest of the studios following suit because, you know, I think the, 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 the sense we've got so far is that the studios are more than willing to wait this out in terms of negotiating with the, the actors and the writers. And I don't expect anything to happen until like September, October at the earliest anyway. At which point, you know, the the types of movies that the studios are going to be releasing are going to be different. Um, so, you know, in terms of these big franchise movies, they're the ones that are they're the ones that that are just going to go. All right, we'll do it next year instead. Yeah, because you know the the other side of that coin in the last, I think it's happened in the last week. is like the Toronto and um, and Venice lineups kind of got announced, and there's like just you know bit really really big starry stuff in there. Um, and, uh, you know, really interestingly, the, the, um, oh God, uh, yes, I think it's the Venice lineup, but apologies if it's the other one, has this sort of wealth of, of first time, um, actors like stars making their directorial debuts. And of course, if you're being cynical, that's the own, you know, that's the piece of all this machine that can be that, that's who you can get an interview with. You can get an interview with Bradley Cooper, um, to talk about directing Maestro, although of course, he, what he you know he he won't discuss acting or or having written the movie too. It's you know it's it's complicated. Plus you got all this shit this week about all of the fucking way you know. I don't know if you guys saw that Sarah Silverman video yesterday of where she was you know. So there's so SAG after have 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 sort of there's a long they they're giving out waivers to independent productions. Although I think some of the ultimate um, you know where those independent movies are going to ultimately sell to a lot of them will be streamers so there's there's that's there's a complication there as well but there's about there's about 100 projects that are that have been re- that have received these waivers that are currently filming and Sarah Silverman just just has this Instagram video where she's like can someone explain to me why I shouldn't be mad because we're all on strike and we're not doing anything for better stuff but then they're making movies with movie stars like loads loads of them what, what what's happened here this is this feels a bit screwy is um, it, are they studio movies though, or are they? Because I know, like A twenty four have basically said, "Yeah, we'll 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 basically go with all of the stuff that SAG won. and they've gone. All right, well then, that's cool. You can keep making and promoting movies. Yeah, but the, her point is that that's just that's just working. That's just sort of yeah, but not for not for the people. Yeah, not who not are... for people who are not meeting the terms. Right, that's the. Anyway, they, if they meet the terms of the strike, then the the work can carry on. Yeah, I think it's an interest. I think it's. Uh, I, I see her. I see her point personally. Um, that you know, you you that has there not got to be a, a a unity? And yes, fine. The MPTP does not represent these 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 um, production houses. But if A twenty four is going to sell the movie that Viola Davis is making to Netflix in six months, and there's probably nothing. You know, I'm not sure there's anything in the in the contracts that say they can't. Then, well, then you you are producing you're producing content for the companies you're trying to strike against. Um, anyway, it's, a, it's yeah. I mean, that would be wild. Yes. Um, anyway, anyway, what um, and and with the you know with the context of the previous the previous date moves the Disney stuff. What are you guys? Uh, you know what? I guess how do you think all this may affect? Uh, and and Barbenheimer too, right? That huge weekend and big moment in movies. What what might that do to to this this filthy, uh, stinky corner of the movie universe that we delve around in, swim around in the superhero movies? It's the first point, isn't it? In a in a long time where it feels like you know that 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 this cultural dominance could be on the wane. 
because you know the the the, the success of Barbie and Oppenheimer, and yeah, ad- admittedly, Barbie is you know based on a on a piece of massive IP, but I don't think that is necessarily just the that that wasn't the appeal of the movie, and the you know the the way that that film was sold and marketed, Oppenheimer. Obviously, Christopher Nolan is the brand there, but you know, I, I think it does it does suggest an appetite for something different, and with that coming hand in hand with, you know, the Marvel stuff generally since Endgame being of a lower quality, and then the DC stuff audiences turning their backs on. You know, obviously that's going to reboot with James Gunn, but you know, who's to say whether the damage has been done or not? And you you go okay well yeah maybe there is a you know it, it would have been crazy to think this ever would last forever but it's been this is it yeah it's been twenty years you know and it's certainly been fifteen years since you know the Iron Man Dark Knight year where it all you know it exploded and it hasn't slowed down since then well now now you wonder right well do, well do we start to slow down. And, I, and, and, you know, we, we have talked about this on the on the um, Secret Invasion Patreon app, so I'm not going to, let's not all rehash what we did there. You got you, you cheap fuckers just have to pay the Patreon fee. I do think, you know, just with the MCU stuff, I'd sort of think if you, what's really, what am I really excited about upcoming, you know? And, and I, and I think my answer is Fantastic Four, but only because it's, it's sort of a, it's sort of an, a mystery box and it could be anything. But I don't know. I'm just not that excited now. I'm just not that excited about that. I'm not that excited about the Marvels. I'm not that excited about Deadpool three, um, and we've got you know we'll talk about Deadpool three a bit later. But I don't know. I, and similarly, like the, the you know all this you know I'm not excited for Venom three. I'm, I, I'm what? Uh, well, I'm sorry. What? It just it just doesn't make me feel the same kind of excitement as this stuff used to make me feel. And and um, uh, on yeah. on that point, I agree. I agree to some extent, but then also I went and saw Spider Verse three times. Yeah, uh, so true. like it's still possible to get that excited. Mm. Anyway, we need to talk about Wolverine's costume. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we need to. So dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. a couple. Of, there's a couple of bits of Deadpool three news after having just said who gives a shit about Deadpool three. But um, two things: fucking Jennifer Garner is coming back as a lecturer, which is crazy, and and Hugh Jackman's in his bloody yellow costume on the set. And I need to. Obviously, mine and Joe's opinions are really, really important for the world and for world history. But James Hunt, his, <laughs> his opinions on costumes matter a whole lot more. So, James, how did you feel? How did you did you make did you did your body make sort of sounds when you saw these images? How did you know, how do you how do you experience this in your live, in your lived world? I mean, what I what I thought was, I'm I'm glad for Hugh Jackman that he finally got to play an actual real version of Wolverine. <laughs> Because he he has lived with that character for so long, and he genuinely seems to love it. And you know, he just he gets to be a superhero instead of like in a sort of sci-fi superhero adjacent Matrix-inspired world. And 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 I hope you both agree. But mo- but actually, I don't really care what Joe thinks. I hope James agrees with this statement, which is that he looks so fucking cool in the yellow costume. <laughs> awesome it's surprising i think it works really well alongside the deadpool costume Mm. like those they those two look sort of of a similar piece and that that is fun 
And it's so, I mean, obviously, this, you know, set photos, we, you always get a, ver- you know, you always sort of, they're not color corrected because it was some, some fucking, you know, Jibo on his iPhone 4 taking some snaps while he's <laughs> in a bush. But um, so, you know, we don't know what quite it will look like on screen, but it just, it looks so bright, you know, it's, and it just looks so, um, you know, it just looks like the comics. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, the thing that's missing in the set photos, and that it feels um, interesting, and probably, and probably just like how would these movies usually work, the 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 characters kind of lose their mask. But we know the the mask, which is probably the the weirdest element of the costume in the comics. You know, with the big kind of yeah, it barely works in three dimensions. So I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't show up in the film. Yeah, I mean, no, it'll definitely be in it, but you could just see it being in it for you know five minutes. One, and then, one scene, yeah, exactly. Dead, Deadpool says something, guys, something very snarky. And then he sort of shoots the ears, and then the Wolverine takes it off. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Joe, do you have any do you have any opinions on the fucking cool bomb ass costume that, that that Wolverine's wearing in the set photos? And you can't disagree with that statement. Do you have any opinions? Be be truthful though to yourself. You can't disagree. No. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop. And any any th- thoughts on on Electra coming back for Deadpool three? I I, I don't. I've not really kept up. I mean, you know, I'm not like reading all of the leaks and stuff about this movie. But like, is there a is there a is the assumption that this is the cameo that they managed to capture? You know that that has been that has been photographed rather than you know because because no, I think I, this was this announced rather than leaked. Um, or was it I just think, a, just a rumor? It's a leak, but it's a leak through THR, so a sort of yeah. A, it's not yeah. it's not something we've seen photos of. Yes, but do, you, do you think like it, do you think that she is going to be in the movie, or do you think she's going to be in? A scene? No, there's there's going to be a multiverse element, and they're just going to pop in for one scene. Do, do you think they're doing Deadpool kills the Marvel universe? Something like that, yeah. I mean, yeah. Look, I don't know if you guys so. Joe, James might have seen this, but in the and this is more of a leaked set photo thing. So I guess listeners, if that's stuff you don't want to hear about, maybe tune out for a couple of minutes. But in one of the leaks, in one of the pics of Wolverine in the costume, there's just this very odd, like behind him, and you can see them fighting Deadpool and Wolverine, and then behind him that look what looks to be a the twentieth century fox logo mm. like on the ground they're fighting in front of it so yeah what the hell that means i don't know but um i just know. think this movie's gonna suck i, <laughs> I, I agree i agree i think like I, I, I know we're skewing more negative more often than we used to <laughs> but there is there are, I, I promise there are there are movies that we all talk about that i am looking forward to i just i uh, as, as someone who used to love Ryan Reynolds, I find all of this stuff so tiring now. And like, I don't get the, I don't get the, the Daredevil, Daredevil, fuck, uh, will ne- I will never stop doing that. I don't get the Deadpool Wolverine thing because it's just, it's just a, like, it's a Ryan Reynolds Twitter bit that now we're making as a movie. This and it, like it, it, then him turning up and doing his cameos and all of the fucking movies with his mates and then them turning up and cameoing in his. I just think it's dumb every time it happens. Mm. And this feels like a like, oh, you guys have been waiting for this for so long. We're finally doing it. It's it's Wolverine and Deadpool in a movie. I'm like, I don't care. I don't like why. Why do I care? 
it's it just it feels like I'm sure that Deadpool is gonna he's, he's gonna be a bit cheeky. He's gonna he's gonna know that he's in a movie and that he's in the <laughs> multiverse. I just think it's gonna suck. It's directed by Sean Levy. This is what I was gonna say. Right, the thing that worries me is that it's directed by Sean Levy, whose previous movie with Ryan Reynolds was, let's say, bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it, I think this is late stage. As to your point about this is you know fifteen years since oh eight. This is, and I, I I've mentioned this before, but you know, No Way Home is the is the is the best version of this, and and everything since is is imitate is imitations and kind of you can't go home again. You know, you can't. Some, a project like this would have been would have been catnip to people five years ago, but actually. It's not. It's yeah. It doesn't feel exciting, and and I and I bet you the movie thinks it's exciting, and actually it isn't exciting enough. And probably there's not there's no there's not going to be much there there in the movie, and they think they're just going to cover that by the 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 um you know the meta the meta the metaverse of it, and that ship has sailed. Uh, so yeah, I, I I'm with all I'm with you guys. I think it's going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, but a movie that is definitely isn't going to suck is James Gunn's Superman Legacy. It's going to be very, very good and fun. Um, and what is, you know, pro- you know, met probably one of the biggest casting stories of the year. And, you know, it was even so much of a story that there were like breathless articles about like, ooh, Nicholas Holtz in his second callback. He's doing a chemistry scene with Brosnan. Ooh! Um, but they have, <laughs> he didn't get the job. <laughs> they have finally cast Superman um, which I don't know if you guys are aware. He's this. He's Clark Kent is his civilian name, and he's a he, he wears a cape and he does fly. So uh, and Lois Lane <laughs> in, in Superman Legacy, and it's it's David Corrin Sweat, who um, listeners won't really know because he hasn't really done anything. He's done some bits, but he's 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 kind of a, you know he's a bit of an unknown. He was on Hollywood. He's been on some Ryan Murphy stuff. Um, but he is, you know, in, in the in the relative sense of these things, kind of a, a, a new face. And then Rachel Bosnahan, who people will know from uh, Marvel's Mrs. Maisel. Um, and we may as well talk about. Well, no, let's let's just take a minute and talk about those guys. Um, what do you, James? What do you think of uh, of that casting? Uh, I've got no opinions on the Superman casting, but I think uh, Rachel Brosnahan as Lois Lane is good <laughs> enough that I would happily just watch that movie without Superman in it. Because you're a mess, you're a mess, you're a mazel head, right? Or there's, yeah, there's, that's right, a mazely. Yeah, you're a mazely. Um, and I was saying this to you guys earlier in the other pod. It's sort of the casting of, from what we understand of both these performers, the casting. It's just sort of it's so obvious, but I don't mean that in a bad way. I don't think maybe maybe it will turn out that 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 it was bad because it's just too familiar. But Corin Sweat just he just looks he looks a bit like Henry Cavill basically. He's from, <laughs> like, he's from Philadelphia. He's just he's just he's just got the right stock. He's tall. Um and Bosnahan, if you anyone has seen Mrs. Maisel, just that that is this fast talking Lois Lane character that you know Dweebos like us have said they have said they wanted for twenty years, you know. So yeah, like so, the kind of screwball, screwball yeah. his girl Friday version. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and there's they're, actually she's a she's a few years older than him. She's like, um, but, I mean, that of everything, that's the most surprising thing to me mm. because like they made a big deal about how this is going to be like a younger, fresher Superman story. And like, she's she's like, yeah, she's thirty two. So in Hollywood terms, she's an old hag. Yeah, I was trying to find a, a kind of way to say that, but yeah, you're right. In Hollywood terms, much older than they would normally go. Although interesting that for the second, Amy, well, be, Amy Adams was significantly older than. I was going to say for the Carl second Ryan. time going, like yes, that the age gap is is 
is is in the other direction. And in a way, that's yeah, maybe that's just shows maybe how, that's progress. Maybe that's how progress. woke the Superman uh, mythos is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, here's I got a question for you, Joe. Is David Corrin Sweat is he too similar to 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 Cavill to to, to what people think in their heads? of superman you know there was that you know there was a moment where michael b jordan was making a super a superman movie and i think that's that is kind of pops in and out of of development uh it like the spot in across the spider-verse but um that that's a that would be a different you know a different superman to one we've seen corin sweat looks kind of like the others uh do you think that was a you know is that a good call or is that is that would it have been more exciting and riskier to do something to do something different well i i, I... I mean, I don't know because I'd like literally, I I could not tell you what this guy looks like without googling him. Just all right, quickly Google. Oh, no, him. Go- so I have googled him and I'm looking at him and yeah, he's he's a generically handsome white, um, yeah, Clark Kent looking dude, and that's that's fine, I guess, for the sake because they they kind of want into just do a traditional Superman movie, aren't they? So I I, I guess it. I guess it makes sense. I always thought Nicholas Holt felt like a very odd match for Superman. Um, I can see him as a good, good Clark Kent, but I think they'd struggle to make him Superman. But yeah, so I yeah, I don't know. I the the thing that I'm I, I'm trying to get my head around is what a, what a James Gunn Superman movie will look like. Mm. I mean, what what worries me is that they've announced a whole bunch of like DCU weirdo D list cameos. Well, let's uh, let's let, that's another tab on my list of tabs. Yeah. So get to. read out those. And read I'll out. React. Those. I won't perform for you, sir. I'll do <laughs> the one. Um, but no, to read out those, um, we've got um, we've got Hawk Girl has been cast as somebody from a Dora the Explorer movie. Um, Wait, who? Who Isabella Merced? Yeah, she's great. She's good. Um, X Men First Class. Alan Eddie Gethegi is is in is is cast as Mister Terrific. He was he was Darwin. Darwin, in... cool, yeah. And then the big one, or the sort of the biggest name, is that um, Nathan Fillion has been cast as Guy Gardner as as, as a Green Lantern. And, yeah, then, and then that all dropped at once. And I will throw the other one in that dropped a few days after that, which is that Barry star Anthony Carrig- Anthony Carrigan, who plays Noah Hank, has been cast as Metamorpho. And an interesting point about interesting point about those characters is that Metamorpho is a bald character, and Anthony Carrigan is also bald, and that's interesting. To oh, me. is he the? He was the guy who was on Gotham, right? Uh, he was Victor Zaz on Gotham. Okay, okay, maybe. So you think he's actually Lex Luthor? No, I just think I just think it's funny they cast a bald guy to be the, to be like a bald character. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so okay so i guess do we have any opinions about those actors playing those characters <clears throat> and yeah to james's point you know and i know that james uh james gunn has has taken some some flack and responded to some tweets on uh the website x.com um, <laughs> um, you know sort of saying like this because yeah I, I, I think a take on that casting being announced especially fillion and to an extent carrigan is like oh is this is this a Superman movie or is this something else? Yeah. Uh, um, what do you guys? What do you guys think to that? I don't. I don't want all that bullshit. In it. Yeah. I want a clean, clean Superman movie that yeah. serves as an entry point to the DCU. Yeah. I don't want a bunch of bullshit cameos. Shit. Every, everything about what they're doing 
screams of running before they can walk. Which um, was the problem last time. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, you just it, you just wonder like if you are so specific about everything's going to tie in and we're you know and there's all of these people like I don't, you know so, some of the people you've just said like I'm like yeah great okay those those people as those characters make sense. Yeah, do do I want them popping up in a in in a Superman movie that is kicking off your shared universe and like you know, are you going to be able to make good on all of this? Because, you know, things change in movies and, you know, you, you look at look at what's happening with Marvel now and, like, are you convinced that you'll be able to release all of these movies in the order that you want to release them in? You know, will, will strikes get in the way? Will global pandemics get in the way? You know, will actually, you know... <laughs> Rising will, sea levels. Yeah, will the, will the box office performance of the first couple make, you know... Well, then, yeah, do, does your Swamp Thing movie come out? Because actually, the, you know, the, the stuff that's felt more like that beforehand hasn't... hasn't it, I, it just, it, it, it all feels like it has been... It, it feels a bit too planned, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't think that's. I don't think that's a good idea. I mean, I think, it'll, it'll shift some hot girl figures. <laughs> I think. Uh, let me. I'm going to throw out a few thoughts. One, I mean, I don't. I think only the Superman movie is dated. So there was that. You know, the, the sort of a gun and um, saffron, whatever Insta Live they did the other month. They talk about not projects. They they did announce. They absolutely announced projects and they announced the timeline, but they didn't date. They didn't date anything. Um, which gives them, which does give them some freedom, apart from Superman. Um, on the point of, I, I wonder whether, to your point of like things change, that there's a sort of a, there'd be a bit of a disingenuous maybe in like doing a Superman movie with no other super, no, no other superheroes in it, or in a world that didn't have any other superheroes. There is a sort of a, I wonder whether we've just moved on from that moment. That actually, everybody knows that that these movies will interconnect and that they'll be all populated with superheroes. So you cast these guys, you know, Anthony Carrigan isn't this huge star. Nathan Fillion isn't, you know, his, his, his moment of being a big star is over. He's, these are kind of, you could see these guys just genuinely popping in uh, and maybe they're in a team, maybe they're not. And it's just to kind of say like, yeah, there's, yeah, there are some superheroes here and we're going to just, we're going to throw some toys on the board, but you know, but actually we have a, we have a, you know, we've got a story to tell here. We've got a movie that we want to make about Superman. Um, and we're going to do that first, but we're going to throw some toys around here and maybe they can be used by other filmmakers in their films. Uh, if you, if you can't, if you can't make a straight Superman movie work by itself, you can't do the rest of it. Like the whole point about Superman is that he's like the platonic superhero ideal. Like the, the more characters you put in a shared universe of Superman, the less interesting and good he gets. So you have to do it carefully. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I guess for me, it just, I mean, I'm sure, you know, it's not impossible and that's, you know, if that's if that's the, the universe that they're building, then fine. Uh, but I would personally have preferred just a Superman movie, you know, like the like the Matt Reeves Batman. Well, um, you're shit out of luck, yeah. Joe. <laughs> especially, especially when, you know, we got like one scene of him as Clark Kent in, in the last iteration. In the last movie, yeah. So, I, yeah, I just want to, yeah. I just kind of want to see that, some of that traditional Supermaning. 
I mean, and let's talk about this because this is really old news, and we we definitely would have covered it on the um, on the Flash episode on Patreon. But um, Andy Musch- Andy Muschetti is the director of the Brave and the Bold. Uh, James, I can't remember, I can't recall. But what? Uh, how do you feel about about that in your heart and in your soul? In in my heart, what yes. I feel is he mm. will be removed before that happens. <laughs> okay. Why do you think that? Because because of the Flash. Yeah, but they announced they announced this the week of the Flash release. I just I, I can't I can't imagine. And also, the flash the flash was kind of good. It was kind of good, and maybe he you know and had a maybe sixty percent of it was good from what you know I read in reviews. Mm. Um, I, I don't know. I can't get excited about that unless they put more babies in microwaves. In which case, fair enough. <laughs> what if they announce which it's not gonna be called the brave and the bold we've changed it to reflect more what it is about which is gonna be called batman saved babies from microwaves for 100 minutes <laughs> robin is also in it as well uh joe any any thoughts on andy machete i don't like andy machete's movies That's um, yeah, so he's coming at him and and like is is the whole vibe of the brave and the bold as a concept here is batman but he's teaming up with other characters yeah yeah, again, I I kind of just want to see more Arbats rather than that. Well, you're getting that. You're getting you. What you're saying is you're getting a nice thing that you want and have asked for, and another <laughs> thing that you don't want. <laughs> and that's just part of life, Joe. I'm afraid yeah. and that's something you're gonna have to deal with. I, 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 one yeah, of them is a DC Elseworld, right? I remain, I remain unconvinced by the uh, by the the gun universe. The gunverse. It just feels yeah. Again, it feels like a, I, I, the the stuff that he's announcing just feels odd. I am totally the opposite. I'm I'm in, uh, and I think you know Guardians Three a reminder of what this guy, what this guy's um, you know aesthetic is, and is you know we talked earlier about uh, on, the, on the other pod about there'd be like there's nobody to blame for Secret Invasion. Like James Gunn is for for his flaws. He's just got you know he does things. He's he's got a vision for this stuff, and um, and I think he deserves. The benefit of the doubt and a, and a bloody nice rub on the back if he, if he does a good job. And that's my take. Uh, and I just think, that, you know, I, I think the casting, you know, like Fillion as, as Guy Gardner, who's already like a more comedic Green Lantern, Anthony Carrigan, who is hilarious on Barry, um, Rachel Brosnahan, like, you know, that's a comedic performance in Maze a lot of the time. I just, I think what we are from, from what, you know, from, and obviously Gunn and his general tone, I think this this could be like a high energy, sort of zippy, funny, screwball-y vibe. That's, that's, that's what I'm choosing to take from the news we have about it so far. I hope you're right. I hope you're as right about this as you were about the Flash making a billion dollars. I ref- that is so- somebody else who was on the podcast at the end of the year, and they they did they did an AI version of my voice. And they did say that the Flash. <laughs> so I have to apologise to the fans, to the listeners, because that was not me. I was I, was- <laughs> I couldn't make the record. So I'm really sorry. Oh, and sorry, just it was another time I had up, but Skyler Gizondo, who you you might know from uh, Licorice Pizza, he, he's the, the he's got that scene on the plane. Um, he's rumored for Jimmy Olsen, um, and that so was, that, that would make so much sense. Yeah, and would fit in with I think yeah the sort of um, just a more comedic tone. He's good as well. Uh, I like him. I like all, I like all the people you're talking about. <laughs> Let's guys. Do you want to talk about some trailers? Yeah, because we did watch them. We did watch them, so we should speak about them. Um, and, and actually, we, actually, we're talking about trailers, and then we're talking about 
uh, Fantastic Four again. So let's we'll do that's that's the next that's the last wrapping up the chunk of this news episode. So let's talk about the Craven the Hunter trailer. So the date is moved, but the trailer remains, and the poster with um, Aaron Taylor Johnson's glorious abs that are just like it's almost like that's the star of the poster. It's just look at his belly and how how does his belly look like that? Um, but guys, what do you think of the trailer um, where it seems like he gets superpowers by Get, having the blood of a lion drop drip into his wounds. What did you make of the trailer for Craven the Hunter? Uh, James, what do you think? I thought that if if you had told me that this was a Netflix original movie made on a budget of 20 million um, that they had decided not to release because it was too generic, I would have gone, yeah, fair. A Batgirl, if you will. <laughs> um, at least they got the tax back on Batgirl. Sure. I just Uh, I can't not a single thing about that trailer made me excited except for the bit at the end where he said, "Do you want to know why they call me the Rhino?" As he was transforming into a Rhino. Yeah, is it? Yeah, is it because you can transform into a Rhino? Yeah, Uh I think I think that's why. Wait, yeah, remains to be seen. Nivola is the Rhino. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Uh, Did we know that the Rhino was going to be in this before the trailer? Uh, no. No. I'm going to say yes. Okay, fine. <laughs> we did know that, because it's we, his brother in the comics, Craven's brother in the comics is is the chameleon, right? Yeah, yeah. And we knew that, that we that we knew about, the chameleon piece of this, but the rhino piece we did. Who's the chameleon? The, Not the character, who's playing him? The, um, the guy in the thing, uh, I forget who. <laughs> Oh, um, um, Fred Hetchinger. He- Hetchinger. I don't know that. Uh, <laughs> um, Joe, what you liked this, didn't you? <laughs> I'm kind of into it. I'm kind of, I'm kind of into it in a venom way. Like, yeah, this is what it's what I want from the Sony extended web of flies. Is <laughs> I, I, I want nonsense. I want Venom esque nonsense, and this looked like Venom esque nonsense. He was he was biting people's noses off and crushing heads and shit. And I was like, that looks so silly and fun. And, <laughs> um, and I hope, I hope, kind of like entertainingly crap. I don't I, I don't think I don't think the movie looks good, but I absolutely think that I could enjoy it. Do you think though that 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 are we just past the era though of, of that, that 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 isn't enough anymore? And I'm not saying what I'm not saying it needs to be replaced by multiverse shit. I'm saying just like those movies that they're they're just gonna continue to 
underperform at the box office because people just want more. Well, um, Venom didn't. Yeah, it, Morbius didn't. Didn't perform or didn't... Didn't un- perform, yeah. Didn't perform. Yeah, um, that is true. I, 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 it, it, I just got the whole the whole vibe I got to it was was like a like a a crappy late nineties early two thousands superhero movie, and I was like, do you know what? I kind of I kind of like it. I I do want that more than I want a Black Adam. Interesting. No, Black Adam was that. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was not. It was it was modern day superhero stuff. Jay just happened to have a nineties kid on a skateboard. Mm. Yeah, interesting. And, and and you know, will we see? So okay, we've got Chameleon, we've got Rhino. Um, you know, do we? Ex- will you know? Might Morbius cameo in this? Like, were they going to? Tr- will Madam <laughs> Web make an appearance? Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, <laughs> as I'd like to remind people, the only actor who is in all three of the major uh, superhero multiverses somehow, fucking somehow. Um, uh yes okay so that comes out um next what do we say next next spring now that's when they moved it to i think whenever the actors go on strike yes yes i also just want to update I've, i have checked the poster and there are 10 skulls in the poster 10 like uh, <laughs> uh, head skulls that's interesting <laughs> just in terms of just to track the the level of skulls that is going to be in the marketing so we're going to we need to track like an ab tracker you know let's count those packs and then a skull tracker too and i'll i'll we'll set both of those up in google sheets i'll share those with you um another trailer for a movie that exists blue beetle coming out uh, that is coming out they haven't bumped that um they, I moved, think the tra- it, they moved its theaters didn't they they did and the, i think the tracking has it making uh weird at 17 dollars 50 cents so that's kind of it's <laughs> not, I'm looking like a hot piece of material and i i feel bad for the people involved in that movie that they won't at least get to go out and you know be present during the marketing of a mm-hmm. of a big superhero movie uh i'd be I, good I, for their careers to get their faces out there that's for sure I, I think it looks i think it looks like kind of you know fun but as you say kind of like really inessential and you know even the even the big DC stuff at the moment is tanking and this is part of that. And it's the part that no one really knows anything about mm. or, or cares about going in. But I, I like that kid. I think the trailer looks fun. I, yeah, I kind of like, I, I, I still expect to like that more than the rest of the DC stuff this year. James. I just, I couldn't, couldn't understand what I was supposed to be excited about. Just looked like a knockoff Iron Man. You remember Mockbusters from you know, fifteen years ago when they would be like, uh, "What was the Transformers one called?" Oh, the the Sci Fi Channel ones. Yeah, yeah, where they just used to sort of do a kind of serial numbers filed off version of Transmorphers. Transmorphers. That's it. Transmorph- it looks like a Transmorphers version of Iron Man. Yeah, I was I was, I was watching the trailer, thinking about Barbie. As you do, and I was thinking, like you know, what what are the takeaways from the many takeaways, right? Or and many many sort of mistaken mistaken takeaways. But I think a takeaway could be, oh, people just want like shiny bright stuff, and and you know, and then a takeaway from from something like I don't know, Black Panther. You go, oh, people want uh, you know representation these these characters to be to to look to look unlike other characters, other other versions of these that we've done in the past. A Blue Beetle. I, you know, it's kind of doing both of those pieces, um, but yeah, I, James, I kind of agree with you that 
the problem is that it, it the under you know the underneath the, those those surface and in some ways those two things you know especially the second point can be purely surface and not not any deeper than that is that I think people it's just hard to get people excited about a from what the trailers are sort of a a trad superhero origin story right from what the trailers are selling um, but I don't I don't know that I don't know who who has an answer to that you know I don't know that I don't know which filmmaker which studio what's the answer to that because you've got to you've got to both introduce new characters but but you can't do them in sort of traditional origin story ways i don't know i don't know the answer the the answer is to make it distinctive and original and what they've done is gone well no one knows who this guy is so let's make him as much like iron man as is possible to do but that's the but that's the comic character the Hamie reyes comic character is you know, it's sort of the 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 power set is similar to what we are seeing from the trailers. I don't know if you read those comics before, James, but I don't similar, know. but not not this similar to Iron Man. Hmm. Joe, any any thoughts? No, I just I think it looks fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch it. I'll watch it. He's gonna watch it. He's gonna watch it, folks. He's gonna. He's gonna. You're gonna watch opening day or opening or just the opening weekend, Joe. Oh, whenever I'm released from In- house arrest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listeners, Joe today's been building things for his uh, children to live inside in the garden. I say that. <laughs> I'm so tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> I have to move into the garden. It's more. It's like a play set that they can play with. Yeah. They will, Joe, that's right. They will still get to sleep in their in their rooms, right? If they want to. Yeah, interesting. Okay, um, so when they are when he is released from his building duties, he will go to see uh, the Blue Beetle film, uh, and then after that, straight into the Marvels, which comes out. I mean, six months later, but um, the final trailer, the, the final trailer for the Marvels has been released, and it features um, the characters of the Marvels. Uh, <laughs> we got Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel, and. Do we know what they're going to be calling Tiona Paris's character? Presumably, photon. Yeah, no, it might might be spectrum. Do you, am I? Do you, are you guys excited about this movie? What do you think of the trailer? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I um, I like I liked uh, I liked Ms. Marvel. Well, I like the amount Eman Vellani in Ms. Mm. Marvel. Um, and I think the trailers so far have been fun. Um, I like the body swap idea. I get, I, 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 I properly get the vibe from it that I'll have a lot more fun with the first hour than the second. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it on, on those terms. Guys, is Brie Larson gonna? Do, do you think we ever see Get Danvers again after this movie? It just feels like she just doesn't want to do this at all. <laughs> Well, she wants to sell NFTs, right? She loves an NFT. She loves she loves a cheeky ape. Um, I don't know. What do you think? She's, I mean, a, weird, she's a weird online presence, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I don't know. And, and found, I don't. I found I mean, her turning up in the Fast movies. Mm, she's so bad in that one. I found it right, but a really a really curious career decision. Mm. You know, I think if you look, I think there's definitely a chance that we don't. You know, I mean, I guess there's a chance they that, she, she, that they kill her off in this one that she's that she's she wants that and then they do that. Um, um, and I don't know if you know, I mean, based just on the stuff that we've already seen, not the Marvels, but I don't know that there's a lot of excitement out there. And yes, I'm saying this as a male a male man, and maybe I, I'm I, I being the poison, but um, they whiffed they whiffed that character, I think. With right. the with the like the the phasing of how she was introduced, 
Ms. The Captain Marvel movie didn't work the way they wanted it to. It felt like a really odd introduction to the character because she didn't know who she was for half the movie. Mm. And then they then she turns up in Endgame, but in Endgame they'd shot that before she'd shot Captain Marvel, so it felt like a different version of the character. And since then, we've kind of had... Have we just had cameos, post-credits? Trying to think what else she turned up in. She turned up in Shang-Chi, right? In the post-credits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, was, yeah. she was in the post-credits, yeah. Was she in anything else? I guess in the post-credits of Ms. Marvel. Yeah. But it just... Yeah, I, I don't think that that character has been given the opportunity to click yet. And I, you know, I think coming out of something like Secret Invasion, where they keep invoking her name as the most yeah. powerful character, and you're like, mm, you be, but it, it doesn't. But she hasn't felt important. No, she, yeah, and, yeah, she, and, and she's she's completely removed from all of the rest of the characters. Yeah, she feels very disconnected from from any little pocket of any of this stuff. And and I, I just do wonder whether that goes to, you know. She just she's just not interested in doing this, and she and so therefore you've got to you know like where, you, where, like, where are you getting that from? Is that um, just my feelings? My you're, feelings. you're just projecting that onto. Well, no, there's 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 definitely some quote. There's definitely some quotes you can find. Out. You know, you find your own damn quotes. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> do your own, do your own research. Yeah, I mean, it's also <laughs> she hasn't she just hasn't been making any, many movies at all, right? She's she is she, she is like sixth string in Fast X. She, you know, she just hasn't been doing much of anything. Um, yeah, that that I think is a fair point to make, which is that she's not been in anything. Is sort of like, what, like what's she doing with her career? I mean, she's she's. You can she's, point. I think you can point to lots of these kind of actors who that's the case for. But she's thirty three years old. She's an Oscar winner. She's. She can sort of, you know, you'd imagine she can do, you know, much of anything. And she's yeah, doing the uh, Scott Pilgrim anime. Oh fuck, she must have been so busy doing that. No, you're right. She's, back, back to voice her character. Yeah, hasn't had the chance to do anything else. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, I'm, I, I hope this is good. I mean, you know, talking about Secret Invasion, she's got an Apple TV Plus series coming out later this year. So that, okay. that presumably is what has taken up her time. I mean, fuck, mate, the hijack finale hasn't come out yet. It comes out on Wednesday. Maybe she's in the hijack finale. That would be, <laughs> be awesome. Everyone should watch hijack. It's really, really quite awesome. Um, so that is that. I mean, and, and sorry, I was going to just say the last point was that, the you know, I think I'd forgotten that Samuel L. Jackson is his fourth build in this movie. He's on the poster. You forget um, You forget that, like, that is the only character that she has yes. a pre-existing relationship with. <laughs> and, like, oh, Christ, after the absolute, you know, beanie farty smell of secret invasion wafting around that character coming out of his eye patch when he lifts that up uh it's just it's going to be hard to shake that um uh, oh i don't i don't think so i think yeah i think it'll just be here's sam jackson he's nick fury carry on (laughs) we'll move on yeah (laughs) okay so that's the marvel's final trailer and then um, last little trailer to talk about. I don't know if James, you watched this. I know Joe did it because he said, I don't know. I'm not going to watch it. I'm that. not watching it. <laughs> it's a trailer for um, Gen V, which is the boys spinoff. I can't stop, remember. Hmm? Stop trying, trying to make us watch the boys. The boys is good. It might be good. There's already too much of it for me to get into it. You could just listen, start with episode four of season three and then go from there. <laughs> I've, watched, I've, I've like watched a couple of like, 
I've, I've like jumped onto the, an episode or two on Prime because I watched the first series, and then I've like jumped into a couple of episodes. Just went like, here's something outrageous happens, and I've watched it, and I've gone, eh, yeah, okay, I guess. Yeah, I, all that stuff it does happen every so often. I think that the the, the show is more than that. Um, someone you know, someone jumped up a someone crawled up a penis. Wow! And then they it was like it was the Ant Man Thanos. Uh, scene, but with some, but with someone's dick, and then they got they got big while they were in the dick. Yeah, there's there's listen, there's some juvenile stuff in that show. <laughs> Not that scene. That scene's actually dealt with very delicately and with with somber reflection. Um, but um, it's the, the show is good, not because of that. Uh, it's not bad because of that, but it's not good because of that. It's it's you know I just think that the the Homelander character, Anthony Starr's Homelander character, and the, and and the way he interacts with the the, the cast, it's just an in, it's just an interesting. Um, a take on sort of on Superman and what if Superman was a bit of a wrong one. Um, oh, finally, way. I've been waiting for someone to do that story. What if he was actually kind of mean? <laughs> um, so what's, what's Gen V? Why do I care? What's Gen V? Gen V is, so in the universe of the boys, all of the superheroes are kind of sort of st- not state sponsored. There's a corporation basically called Voight that uh, has has both created the thing that gives all these characters their powers and like runs them as a, as a team does marketing, makes films in the world of the boys based with the characters in it. And also trains up all these characters to be superheroes. And basically this is a show set in, in the training school. Um, so I guess it's like young adult, the boys, uh, uh-huh. and that's a good idea. That's a, that's got juice on paper and the trailer has a bit of juice and it's got all the violence in it as well. Um, okay. and I look forward to not watching that as well. Wonderful stuff, excellent news. Uh, I just thought the last thing we would touch on here, unless you guys, unless I've missed something crucial from the last six weeks, um, is this is the <laughs> the Adam Driver will they won't they be in Fantastic Four kind of the latest update. <laughs> and the update on that is that <laughs> <laughs> they won't. Yeah. He never was going to be in it. He doesn't ever want to do it. No, <laughs> as he said that. That's great. <laughs> he hasn't said that, but it's one of those, you know, you know, Jeff Snyder, the sort of. Oh yeah. I've, as we've spoken about in the past, just an absolute <laughs> douche. Yes. Yes. So, so I think basically what happened was he has been the source of some of the, some of the quote unquote news in the past that Adam Driver was going to be in the Fantastic Four. Great. Okay. He's also now the source of <laughs> the news that he isn't going to be in the Fantastic Four. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> this is a quote let me just read out the quote this is snyder saying it in his podcast because uh, you know guys podcasts they, they're good and people you know people have podcasts the quote is this contradicts some stuff uh, sorry this contradicts some some stuff we've put out there in the past but this comes from someone apparently working on the fantastic four movie they said that adam driver was never really engaged in this they sent driver the script a while back and he said he couldn't connect with the character of the page and he passed very early on <laughs> From the same guy that gender book is fucking women. Fuck's sake. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, and, and the other thing I wanted to mention is like, I was talking with a friend yesterday and they said, Oh, the guy, oh, I read that the guy from The Bear has been cast in the Fantastic Four. I'm like, What? Who, what? Jeremy Allen White is going to be Johnny Storm? And he was like, No, no, the, the you know, the cousin. I don't know if you guys, have you guys watched The Bear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot. A lot, yeah. It's great. And I did, I, there is a, there is a rumor from, this is from, Weeks ago, so I, but I'll mention it that um, uh, the Eben Moss Backrat who plays uh, Richie and the Bear is is a rumor for um, the thing, and my friend told me that today, and I sort of sat with it for about twelve seconds, and I, I come, I've come to the conclusion that I like that casting rumor. If it's and, true, great. 
great, right? Because he's true, such a fun character. If it's true, great, but also it's not true. Yeah, wouldn't it's not it's not true, and wouldn't Jeremy Allen White make more sense as the as the as the as the thing? Yeah, I don't think so. He's too pretty. He'd be a he'd be a he'd be a better like he could be Human Torch in that kind of dynamic. No. No, okay. He is. Uh, I. I. Um. I have a huge man crush on him. Yeah, I mean, we, every, uh, every time he puts his hand through his greasy hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The. The. I think he was doing like the most smart, like stealth Emmy campaign in this strike moment because he's like, okay, I can't do a, an interview because I'm striking and I'm pro the strike and all that, no scabs or etc. But what I can do is. Because Emmy voting is happening right now. I can't do interviews. What I can do, though, what I can do, is I can go for a jog and I can let my publicist tell some photographers that I'm going to go on this big jog and I can take my top off and I can do some press-ups on the road and I can look really cool. Emmy! <laughs> um, but no, that's obviously very cynical. I'm sure he was just going on a, on a normal run. Lucky Um So, yeah, Fantastic Four. Is, will it ever happen? Will anyone be in it? Will there be maybe five of them or seven? I don't know. They're, they're, who knows how many people are going to be in it? Maybe the Super Scroll will be in it. Maybe. Maybe, maybe fucking oh. Hawkgirl and Metamorpho will be in it. <laughs> sure. Anthony Carrigan is Mr. Metamorpho Fantastic. Love it. Do you think that'll happen um, eventually? Will we get the DC versus Marvel movie? No chance. No chance. Why not? Because there would have to be trillions on the table and then they would yeah. argue forever about who got it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it probably is the it probably is the one thing that feels if they announced it, it would it would really fire people up. Actually, the last desperate swing. Yeah, maybe you know, once we get like uh, you know, once um once Hot Wheels and Enchantables and Polly Pocket Seven are sort of hitting in you know in in July twenty thirty, you you will only... see you will see Superman fights Muhammad Ali before you see a Marvel DC crossover movie. <laughs> oh, that I'd pay to see. Sign me up. <laughs> Oh man, that is you've heard it here first. The next the next casting announcement for Superman Legacy will be Muhammad Ali. <laughs> Superman. Uh, you've heard it from James. I think, that, I think this is what they're striking about. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for the news. <laughs> We've covered it all, all the big hits, and all uh, from my mind, and I wasn't reading any of that, all from memory. Um uh any final words from both of you? <laughs> watch the bear, definitely watch the bear. Yeah, watch the bear. Absolutely, watch the map. and watch Hijack. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to the bat for Hijack. Not gonna watch Hijack. Why not? Can't be bothered. Okay, fine. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm, gonna, uh... I'm, I'm busy watching. What, what, what I'm watching? I, I, I'm uh, watching the um, early 2000s um, comedy Saved on Prime, which I got 25 minutes through last night before my daughter woke up, and then um, she was awake for two and a half hours, so I just went to bed. What's saved about? Is that the one with Mandy Moore? Is Mandy Moore, Jenna Malone. It's good. First, first twenty. I'm enjoying the first twenty minutes. It's not. It's a movie. It's not a TV show, right? Yeah, it's a movie. Yeah, that's what. That's what I've got time to watch. Okay, you've got time to watch the first twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, who's Mandy Moore? Mandy Moore vehicle saved. No, she's that. She uh, Jenna Malone is the lead. Huge. Um, um, you... But yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I, I don't have time for hijack. James, what are you? What are you? Oh, you've said the bear. We've done. We've done all this. We, this is the end of the episode. Uh, follow. Uh, subscribe to our Patreon. Patreon.com/slash Cinematic Universe. We've just wrapped up a thrilling uh, installment of uh, the Secret Invasion miniseries. Next up will be um, whatever they, you know, whatever really good TV show they put out. Loki. Um, Loki. Loki. Season two. 
and we also we will be doing a Shazam Fear of the Gods episode. That's the you know the the fans are clamoring for it. They are demanding it. Shit, yeah. We will be putting that out. We haven't done that one yet. Um, it's got cheap. And... Has it got cheap? Can I? Through... Yeah, they're actually paying you to watch it. It's crazy. If you just open the app, <laughs> yeah, they are. They are the old money in your account. <laughs> the old classic three pound forty nine is what I'm holding out for. Yeah, Ooh, that's four ninety nine. Oh, it's dipping. It's We're coming down. Close. We're getting yeah. close. <laughs> um, uh, follow us all on Twitter. James is at James Hunt. Joe is at Joe Cunningham uh, 14. 14. I'm at Reese. Or sorry, follow us on x.com. Um, and we'll be back next month with more of this delightful nonsense. Uh, goodbye, podcast. Goodbye, goodbye podcast. podcast. When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.